0: I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding.
1: Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Cerna.
0: And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition.
1: This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way.
0: Together, let's make your wedding intentional as fuck. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown. everybody welcome back I'm Ashley and I'm Chris we are here today with Kate Oxler Eilert of Ox Inc Kate what is up hello uh, so, cool. <laughs> so excited to have you good to have so you Kate is a how what would your title be you're a oh.
2: stationer calligrapher designer
1: all of the I mean, above. You know,
2: depends on the day yeah designer is probably primarily my role um, art director producer calligrapher all the things literally all of the things (laughs) (laughs) all the things possible i was
1: creeping on your um on your instagram before we hopped on and i told ashley i was like oh my god like she has the cutest designs her like i love the vibe of all this this is so great so (laughs) if you're listening uh, or if you're joining us live in the facebook group you should click the link in the show notes or in the comment description and go check out kate's Instagram and go give her a follow. So you can see all of the things that we're talking about. But yeah, I would definitely, that's a really cool way to describe who you are, what you do, designer, producer, calligrapher, all of it, all the things.
0: Yeah. Well, the cool thing about Kate is she actually, she was one of Ashley and I's brides. and oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she was. It was amazing. I, yes, you do. Because I have to- talked to you about Kate's wedding, Chris. <laughs> have
1: you? Which one? Well yes. I Probably if you showed me photos, I'd be like, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It was at the, the well, she said she's in Dallas
1: now, but was she in Wichita prior to that? Yeah. 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 Gotcha.
0: It was just, it was so beautiful. Chris, what something, and I've, I've told Kate this specifically because I'm forever changed because of her in the best way. And the
1: nicest thing ever.
0: I am. I guess (laughs) I know. Love. So Kate, (laughs) she just called herself an art director because she is, I mean, that's what, she does and like for for a career. Um, And she pushed me again in the best way when I was looking through her questionnaire and the things that she talks about that she has this overall vision for things as a designer and she had these kind of requests. So Chris, do you remember me saying things like She wanted photos, her like photos to like feel. She wanted them to be almost like abstract. Yes. yes, And I was like, Mm -hmm. it was the best push creatively. And I've like never gone back it's well amazing.
1: now and i feel like now that is something that has existed now in your business that you've carried over and continue yeah. to use not just in photography but even in your other stuff like branding and all, that, yeah. all those yeah. things
0: so kate you're amazing <laughs> there that's that's the hype up
1: that's the hype up part of the episode and kate's like oh I know, i'm
0: feeling good so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, enter me in so kate go ahead and introduce yourself where you're based out of who you work with um, how did you end up where you are, it, like, yeah. actually physically and in, like, the wedding And
1: then world. what work you do, like, what you actually yeah. do in the wedding industry?
2: Sure. So um, I am from Wichita. I'm West Side Girl. I went to K-State um, for college, and I studied journalism and mass communications. I really wanted to get into advertising and, like, the the science side of, you know, how to communicate and why and what works and why. Um, but I still went over to the art department and took as many art history and design and you know graphics and 3D and every painting, everything that they would allow someone who wasn't um, committed to art to take. And um, so I was kind of notorious for being like the random girl who shows up in our art classes, but um, I soaked <laughs> up as, as much of it as I possibly could. But I also, I also just claimed Um, that Google taught me most of what I know. I think a lot of us who um, create are from the generation now that we typed into YouTube how to do what we totally. want to do. Totally, right? And um, so I encourage you, even if you, you know, I, I, I'm an art director now. I moved to Chicago immediately after college and um, started working. I think the first thing I worked on my first day um, as an art director was Coca-Cola for the Super Bowl. This would have been 2017. No and way. so that is um, mad- That's a big yeah, deal. I, I, all my friends were like, you know, it's downhill from here. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, you know, was, you're going to start doing like, you know, whatever work now. But it was like still so amazing. So I claim, you know, I didn't go to an art school and I didn't have like formal training. Um, but I think you can truly teach yourself anything that you just want to dive into, um, just be someone who wants to just, you know, dig into things. And there's just so much information out there now that, that it's possible. Um, so I, art direction and advertising is a lot of styling. It's a lot of design. Um, but it, you know, it has that science behind it too, of who are we talking to? Um, what is going to, you know, turn a mind or create an action. Um, so I have that background in branding. And then, you know, somewhere along the way, people started saying, you know, you're my friend and you're special to me and I love your design. So you should make my wedding invitations. And I, you know, I didn't realize at the time how big of a favor they were doing for me by allowing someone with, you know, no experience in, in that sense to, to create for them. So um, that's what we did. And I did it. I probably did it for no profit for a while. Right. Just like, uh, something right. for my friends. Yeah, And yeah. then, yeah, I think it was three or four years ago we started to really kind of pretend to be a business. Um, you know, strangers <laughs> would reach out to you and say, you know, can I get an estimate? And you go, sure. I'll st- I'll still, yes, you. you know, I can, like
1: I can do that.
2: I'll whip that up. How to, you know, how to write a contract. <laughs> how to Google Google, <laughs> right? You know, and, and you just kind of make your way and you learn and you're always open and honest with people. And, um, I've just taken a lot of those steps from there. Um, I've since moved from Chicago to Dallas with my husband. We just got married a year ago. Um, so I'm getting more and more Dallas brides. I have lots of Chicago brides, always a ton of Kansas brides, um, just given who knows me and where they are. But, um, yeah, we've probably, I mean, I've probably touched at this point, like, hundreds of brands, probably 200 or so weddings, you know, at this point. So
1: that's so amazing.
2: Yeah. I love that. I love
1: that.
0: Cool. I like, I love how one of the things that you said was that you have to know who you're speaking to. And it's interesting because not only did that apply when you were working and are working with like brands and companies like Coca-Cola, but it also can apply in a wedding day. Like, who is it that you're trying to speak to and like what action, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: that, that's really interesting too. Like just how my son's here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a podcast. I'm on a, I'm recording. Um, One of the things that's really interesting to me is that you like, you went from working with these massive big brands to, and you know, in other brands, you know, big, medium, small, you know, whatever. To then working with brides who brides are like, there's a certain way things are done kind of in the corporate world and, and the way that you talk to people and the way that you request things and expectations and all that stuff to being, probably being a completely different world with brides. What were some of the things that you found that you, that brides didn't realize like, oh, this is how this is, or this is how you do this thing in terms of like, you know, the medium that you're working with? Hmm. I don't know if there's anything that comes to mind that kind of catches you to where you're like, oh, yeah, this was a big surprise. Like, I realized um, brides are really indecisive and they really don't or something like that, you know?
2: Yeah, I think brides are so different. I have my brides who are indecisive and I have my brides who know me to be someone they can come in with a mood board or, you know, a couple saved Pinterest posts. And, you know, here's the vision, Kate. Please work with this. Um I find that with my my sweet brides, the biggest difference, and maybe this is a weird answer, but it's the budget. You know, corporations have so much money packed into. I mean, we shoot a commercial and it's a whatever. You know, here's five hundred thousand dollars, and you know, brides. I just I understand it. I want to protect. It's your personal money. It's totally different. Like, you know, I always sit down and talk through printing estimates because it's like if we letterpress this, here's why this is going to make this, this amount of money. And if we have a black envelope, here's why, you know, it's going to have to go through this special printer. And like, I understand this is your personal money. So like, let's really talk about how these numbers are adding up. And if it's important to you, we'll do it. And if it's not like, let's see how we can make it work because you know, my corporations, it's totally different. People aren't spending their, their personal you know, life savings on the thing.
1: Yeah, Um, no, that makes total sense.
2: Yeah, that's probably the most drastic way of handling things, I think, that I deal with. Now, that's interesting.
0: You, How did you handle that as a bride yourself? Because you got married a year ago. So when it's your own personal life savings, oh, so how doubt. did you handle – I know how – and like you know everything. Like you know that you can do the wax seal. You can do the yeah. colored envelope. You can do the inserts. How did you navigate that as a bride and make the best decisions for you?
2: I mean, I kind of – at least told myself I was investing. I invested in a lot of like new, I I tested some new printers for myself. I tested a lot of new things. And then I think I came back a lot stronger for my clients because I had, I kind of, I kind of splurged on a lot of things for me almost as an investment for my future people. Like, you know, let's figure out some, some additional ways and some additional things we could do. And then you know, pull it back. And I, like, justified it that way. But I had a very hard time, like, you know, crossing anything off of my right. deliverables list <laughs> because, yeah, you know, I'm like, whatever. But
0: when you say deliverables, what types of things are couples? Like, because we, I just mentioned a wax seal and you've mentioned letterpress, which what the heck is letterpress? And then what are other deliverables that brides and grooms and brides and brides end up looking at
1: yeah think of this as an intro to to printed (laughs) goods for a wedding that is very
0: overwhelming I've tried doing this myself and yeah I am like relatively knowledgeable in like not necessarily printing a little bit from photography but like it's a whole new beast it's so difficult
2: Totally. Um, So as far as your categories, the first thing I would do if you get engaged is buy yourself like 20 to 50 generic thank you cards. Um, and that's probably an unconventional answer. But I think that immediately when you get engaged, your circle of people start really opening up their hearts and homes and, and lots of things for you. Um, so to have those on hand right away is super important. You're going to start getting gifts early. People are going to host you things. People are going to give you their time, their money, um, their talents in different ways. Um, so the first thing, Buy yourself some thank yous and get started getting comfortable um, handwriting out thank yous to people who do things for you. But then the more I traditional, this. I love this.
1: This is totally. the sweetest I'm, answer of all time.
2: I I think I've written like a million thank you cards just last year um, because I you know it, it is your day, but it is also you have to take a step back and sometimes in your own wedding day you will see like you know, your grandma and your husband's second cousin laughing. And it's such a thing, right? That like, everybody has truly come together for you. And you start to feel like it's less of your day and more like, you know, the joining of two families and circles of friends. And, you know, there's so much time, you know, parents of people getting married do so, so much family, etc. So I think getting started right away, acknowledging to be, you know, gracious of all of those things, you know, is a great first step. And then you're getting familiar with stamps and envelopes and all the things anyways. But um, yeah, it's it's a good practice. People definitely appreciate it. And I mean, like, I, I would be I was getting thank yous back for sending thank yous. Does that make sense? Oh like, God. you know, like, they're like, that is, yeah. you know, you know, I haven't received a handwritten thank you in five years. That is so special. Thank you for you know, thank you for thanking me. So
1: so in say. this, what you just said, like, you know, people <sighs> thanking you for thanking you and like, or thanking you for thanking them and, and, you know, how much it meant to them. Ashley had read something on your initial, uh, like the questionnaire that we sent you to, to bring you on the show. And I think the question was, what what are you passionate about in regards to what you want to talk about? And I cannot remember her exact wording, but she talked about, the romantic element of of paper. Can you talk about that a little bit and talk yeah. about like why that's so passionate? Because I feel like that ties in exactly to what you're saying, uh, and there's a bridge that exists there. That kind of even is the why. Like why invest your dollars into paper goods in a world that is moving away from that?
2: Totally. Think about this. Um, if you've ever been in any sort of relationship how much more special was it to sit down and read a love note written on paper versus, you know, a quick, you look beautiful today text. Like, you know, we, we save those things. There's something so romantic about paper that it was literally in the hands, you know, of the person. And it's, it's their pen. It's their personality. Handwriting is so interesting. The post office is magnificent. Like the fact that we can put a piece of paper (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with like n- with like a, what, 99 cent stamp and they sort it and they send it and they deliver it from your home to their home. It's it's very romantic when you think about it. And I think that, you know, when everything has become digital, everything, you know, we don't even it's have, so like, you, we used to save movie theater tickets and, you know.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. I literally just went through all of my middle school movie t- movie theater tickets. Did you yeah. still
1: have ink? Because my yes. parents sent me a- mine did not.
0: Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> they, did, they were no.
1: like, uh, they were like all white. <laughs> but they it's they the were like
0: old the wax one theater one the, yeah yeah, yeah no i there. have those you know,
2: still have ink but mine do too and i have a box as well in my parents house yeah. i'm sure it's there but yeah it's like you know so keeps anyways yeah yeah keepsake. like i think um people people appreciate it all of them so um yeah i started like I started tearing up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I saw her eyes.
0: That was seriously so beautiful. And it's true. It's very overlooked as well. And I feel like in a way, in a reason that we wanted to bring you on is because you had a lot of intentionality behind your wedding invitation and the wedding invitations that you see. Like I see you which this is something that I'm sure Kate does because I see it on all of the invitations that I photograph of hers, where she does illustrations of like the venue. And I think that it's things like that. And I don't know what other ways that invitations yeah. can be authentically the couple, but that is one. And it always is breathtaking. It's yeah. something that I love. So how? Uh, what are other ways that people can make invitations feel more intentional and authentic and not just yeah. a template, you know?
2: Right, That's a good right. Question. I think that the first thing, you know, the, the first question to ask yourself is what is, and it's what we do in, in advertising, right? Like, what is the story, and then how can you communicate that story? So, for example, I have this bride right now. She's um, an awesome photographer as well, an old friend from from one of my first advertising gigs. Um, but she is getting married in Telluride, and they have. A, a story similar to my husband and I where they met in high school and, you know, always loved each other, but it never worked out. And then, you know, they went off to live their lives and doing, you know, all these magnificent things, but came back together and all of their like mothers and grandmothers always tell them it was so written in the stars with you two. So We gold foiled like, you know, this mountain scene with all these tiny little gold stars. And it says, meet us in the mountains because that's where they came back together. And I think little things that just make, make someone understand your story and, you know, who you are. I think Luke and I always said, we really want people to show up to our wedding feeling like they know us, even if they came from your side or my side, um, they have some sort of something that makes us feel like a story to be celebrated today. So that one for sure was very special. They're gonna like hike a 14er and get married at the top of a mountain. And like, if you're having a wedding like that, you can't have a Shutterfly template, like please join us. No one would show up understanding, right? Like, you know, I think, and and even if it's not something that drastic, I think in little ways, You know, there's whether it's words or you know illustrations, like you said, there's always something that we can you know harness from your story and tell. Um, Luke and I's invitation on the front, it said, "Come as you are." We knew we were getting married in a church, and a lot of people probably it might be their first time in a church in a while. um, It was the end of kind of the hardest time of the pandemic. We knew a lot of people probably financially might not be able to bring us gifts or, you know, what have you, or to travel. And so we really wanted to celebrate, just come as you are. Um, please just, you know, know that you'll be accepted no matter, you know, we have all coming off of craziness, um, but please just be with us and and pray with us and celebrate with us. And, and, and that's what we want to focus on. So whatever it is, there's always something to be said that's, that's more special and tells a bigger story than, you know, catherine hannah blah, 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 you know you know, really, yes.
1: you know so um as, you know, as it, more like a like uh like a something to check off your task let's like, go oh, oh like we got us in right. to save the dates. we got us in the invitation seeing it as just as much of an expression as like all of the other elements right. of your big day right but i feel like people it's it's easily uh it's often overlooked and just kind of like I have to do this when people should see it as an opportunity to incorporate more intention, more flavor, more uh, insight into who they are as a couple and kind of tying into like their wedding. Why? Like why they're getting married?
2: Absolutely. And, you know, it's work and, and not everybody is creatively inclined to pull, you know, it was written in the stars and then to pull, you know, and then we should have gold foil in the street. You know, you know, that's that's my job. that, that So I think, you right. know, every everyone has a story. You just have to find someone to help to help you tell it. Um and that 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 yeah, that's what people like me do. I
1: everyone has a story. You mm-hmm. just have to find someone to help you tell it. That is so yeah. beautiful. There's so many like Instagrammable quotes that you've already said <laughs> <My> God, <yeah. laughs> in this in this little meeting that we're having
0: Ashley you look like you're
1: thinking and processing
0: Well, (laughs) all of it and I'm just thinking Kate do you have um experience in copywriting because your words are beautiful Mm.
2: no (laughs) no no she can google Um, it I can google and I'll and I'll get back to you (laughs) she'll figure it out that was so the first year of my career they're like do you know how to do that yes leaves google comes back (laughs) here it is (laughs) Um, you know, no, but I think you know I pull words from other people. I am so like a, a swifty. I write down like uh, you oh know her gosh, poetry. Yes. Right, "Come as You Are" is I a do. Nirvana song that my dad loved. My dad was a total Nirvana guy, and he like always loved that song. So it, you know, there's there is inspiration to be pulled. These um, are not my words. I'm just you know wrapping them up in a bow and yeah, delivering. it's almost <laughs> like
0: while you have paper being. Romantic. You also are romantic. Like you see the romance in words as well, and like you find inspiration in them. Got to. So,
1: so now we have this kind of like this really this really deeper image of like why why paper goods like why printed items why these uh air quotes I'm using air quotes for those of you that can't see higher budget items for some people like why so we have the why behind there you've talked so much about that let's dive into the practical a little bit and talk just a little bit to like the person who has no clue uh, what they need and then not just what they need but what's possible and maybe look at it in terms of kind of how you've been talking so not the checklist as much as it is like the inspiration behind it like the why behind it but like what do brides often what are they often wondering when they come to you in terms of like, hey, I need your help like what insight could you give our listeners?
2: Yeah. Um, there's such a range, right? like i I see, you know, quantity, it definitely affects how much you're going to spend because some definitely. of us are inviting 20 and but most of them, you know, most of our Kansas girls are inviting 350. So, you know, if we have to have 350 of these things, you know, that's definitely something we initially talk about because that's going to affect, you know, how much we're able to invest per thing. Um. It's also, whereas often you see these elaborate sets, whenever you scroll through Instagram, you'll see these like eight piece sets and they're all laid out in perfection. And there's a card for their registry and a card for the accommodations. And I just encourage my brides who um, maybe have to send a lot, maybe not, um, but want to still tell a story, but don't necessarily have the money to do it in eight pieces. It's like, well, do we need eight pieces? Like we can really kind of hoist this into one printed piece that, you know, is going to work harder for us rather than the needing, you know, to be super wordy. Um, so it's always a great option if, you know, you don't want to put as many dollars to it, but you still want to invest, you know, in the story and the one thing. Um, but there's, you know, such a range of printing. So we talked about letterpress letterpress is just kind of one, of, you know, there's gold foil and cotton paper and all of these things. Um, you know, they're romantic and they definitely enhance the story in different ways, but they're, they're by all so means beautiful. not, not necessary. Right. So mm-hmm. there's a range there as well. So there's lots of ways that, you know, you can, or lots of elements to the process that you can prioritize, whether it is the letter press whether it is having six you know cards that fully tell your story or whether it's you know hand addressing the invitations cuz cuz that really feels romantic to you and in line with whatever you know i think um, there's different ways to prioritize what's important to you and then kind of put your dollars where it makes sense but but in any of those options we don't have to deny you know um uh, a personal and authentic story being told by any means. So would you say
0: like what I'm gathering here, it's like, there's, it's almost like there's a budget for everybody in a way. Like it's like whatever your stationary budget is, because I think that, probably a lot of people, because this is so beautiful to me. I have almost cried multiple times. I love paper. <laughs> I love type. I love all of these things. I, it's making me very emotional, surprisingly. I was not and expecting it's
1: inspiring that. inspiring too. But
0: yeah. And so I'm almost like, I, w- I think everybody needs this like custom experience in a way to where I think in, you know, working with brands myself, it's, there's something about, it's really hard to brand yourself, right? Like it's hard to pull that out and you can be so indecisive and be like, am I making the wrong decision? But when you work with somebody, it's almost like they are able to, they're not blinded, so they can like see all of the options. And so I feel like couples working with somebody to do custom stationary design is relatively attainable, maybe more so than we're thinking. Because there's options where, like, if you don't know the options, you just think, okay, I see this template on Shutterfly, and I see that the template has five pieces, and so I have to figure out how to make this work. And then it ends up maybe being a very similar price to making like a one piece story.
2: Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. It's exactly right. And you know, sometimes telling a custom story is as simple as thinking about the wording of your formal invitation. Like um, it's very common, to, you know, it's in traditional for, you know, parents' names, daughters' name, sons' names, yes. but that's not everybody's story. And um, I think a huge thing to note is it's okay if it's not. And then and then, how do you want to word it? Um, Luke and I, I think, I have it written down somewhere. We said something like, um, Because you have shaped and experienced our love, celebrated us, supported us, are so special to us. We invite you to join us in prayer and celebration at our wedding. And we signed it Kate and Luke rather than, you know, Catherine Hannah, Mia Thermopolis, whatever. You know, like I
1: request request your blah, blah, blah. There's like a whole there's a whole traditional presence at the joint.
2: Right. To us. You know, even if you had a black and white invitation that cost you, you know, 15 cents each to print, that would still feel like an intentional story, right? Because um, somebody took the time to sit down and explain why you were being invited. And that's special. And that didn't take letterpress, that didn't take a sage green envelope with a, you know, cotton paper liner. Um, and, and those things are beautiful and they can definitely enhance your story. And believe me, I'm all here for them. But you know, sometimes it's as simple as those little things and questioning, you know, even just the words. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. Like a lot of times I think, you know, you're talking about you guys have dropped Shutterfly, but like Etsy and you know all these other shops oh, like, yeah, that already have all of this pre-filled. It's literally just change name, change date. But and I get it. Not everyone has a uh a graphics, a design background or anything like that. Um, but chances are, you know, someone in your circle who probably knows how to use Canva, who probably can, you know, do a little bit more uh, if if hiring a professional is outside of of where you are mm-hmm. placing your budget dollars to where you can still be the intentional, like you're saying, with your words, what you're mm-hmm. saying, instead of just going with, you're invited, you know, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and maybe maybe that's totally fine for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. But this feels like a huge missed opportunity that people often look over. When then they can go, oh, wow! I can already use what I'm doing, but just change the wording around. Hey, Michael, mm-hmm. come sit by me. Let's go ahead and talk through this, and let's yeah. look at how this, you know, uh, eighty characters can help tell be a part in telling our story, like something yeah. like that, as opposed to like you're saying the hey, we got to have six pieces that go in our wedding invite
0: yeah for especially for it to feel complete so the stationery that you definitely recommend couples not skip out on is the formal invitation and then thank yes. yous and then yeah. is there do we i feel like this is something i want to back up that i feel couples what the wedding invitation can do that often gets overlooked is that it introduces what the wedding day is going to feel like. It introduces, Mm -hmm. you know, the theme of the wedding day and there's this cohesiveness that occurs. And I do notice on the weddings that I like receive an invitation and it feels nothing like what the wedding day actually feels like. It's just like something that they picked off of the internet because they don't know the difference or any better. But I feel like that's like a big missed opportunity in a way is like, what is the feeling and the emotion that you hope that you're, couple or your guests will feel at your wedding day. You know, and I do feel like that's something that custom stationery can deliver. But mm-hmm. even if you're making the intentional decision and working together in how can we bring our story to life? Like brainstorming. How could they brainstorm oh that? It's
1: almost like the trailer to your wedding in a way. You mm-hmm. know like when you go to a movie and you see a trailer it's like, "Oh, this is like it's and for some people like this is, you know, your family might not know the your 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 um future fiance or your future partner yet and so this might be their first introduction to them that they're mm-hmm. ever hearing anything from them kind of in this too and so you should probably keep that as mine in mind as well, Ashley. You were asking Kate a question before I interrupted you with my. No,
0: you're thoughts. okay. I don't remember it, to be honest. Of course,
1: I was I, was. I was like, interrupting you. I, okay.
2: you. <laughs> I had a thought when you were speaking. Like, like, don't we all do this when you open an invitation? and It has a certain feel. You almost start to plan your outfit. Absolutely. Oh, yes. yes. Right? Totally. Right. It like sets when the tone. You, it sets a tone, and it almost defines how you show up, whether it's your invitation or the website or the save the date or something, you know, some sort of commercial-like um, piece that you've consumed. I'm talking so advertising, but some sort of, you know, message that you've received almost signifies how you're going to show up. Is this a black tie affair? Am I going, you know, are we, oh you my know, gosh. That's so right? Like it, it kind of, if it's fall vibes, if it's, you know... Gypsy-esque, whatever it is, it almost, um, and even if there's no theme, I think you can kind of, you almost start to plan how you're going to show up. And I think um, if that's your intention, then it's very a very successful way to do that.
0: Yeah, that's a really, really good point. What about wedding signage? So, and I want to talk to you specifically about this. A, because this is the most Googled question regarding weddings, which is so bizarre to me. I'm like, really people? But I Googled it myself and you also had baller signage at your wedding and it was intentional. It wasn't just like, Here's the bar, which people do dogs all the time,
2: but which yeah. Is great. Oh my like, God. Very, all know, the, dog, your dogs, all the <laughs> dogs out there, they're just all signature cocktails. Every single right? one. This literally. is the Roscoe. <laughs> 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 well, you know, we don't even have dogs, but we, um, like I said, wanted to. Celebrate our story. We have a a very much a coming back together story. Like I said, I had moved to Chicago. Luke had moved to Oklahoma. Um, we were then moving to Texas and we were wanted to celebrate that too. Um, but we met at Kansas state. So we had a cocktail, um, for Manhattan, Kansas, which is a Nancy, which everybody drinks in Manhattan. Okay. I I I love this. Yeah. And then we had a, a cocktail for Chicago, which was kind of like the hers, right? It was like an elderflower martini, which me and all my girlfriends used to make and watch The Bachelor, which is special because then you get to see them walk up to the bar and order one. And you're like, yeah, you know, it's our thing. Um, we did an old fashioned for the Okies because they're all whiskey people. And then we did a Paloma <laughs> for we called it Take Me to Texas because that's we were moving there like next week. Um, but so you, you guys know, you're... tied
1: in all of these places that were like right. special to you. I love this. I've never heard of this of anyone doing this.
2: Here's the thing though, like people are standing in line at your bar and you can almost picture them, you know, talking about why these four places are, you know, up on a board and they're the names of your cocktails. And then somebody gets to learn that you're moving to Texas. And then somebody's like, oh, yeah, you know, Kate used to make these for us in Chicago and da 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 da. da. And it almost stimulates conversations between strangers and yes. friends alike. Um, and, you know, it just gets people talking. And, and that's exciting to think about when it's your people.
0: I I love. I mean, I loved it then. I was walking by it, and I and then you had another sign right next to that that was like it was like a your people sign,
2: right? Oh yeah, Am I making we, that up. We did a buffet, and you know, some people do like entrances for you know the DJ will say something when people walk in or something. I uh, this is maybe uh, this is maybe a hot opinion, but I can't stand the beer chugging. I just wanted. You know, I just wanted everybody to get to see people for who they were and not behind a shotgun beer. Maybe I'm crazy, but um, we separated that and we knew people were going to be standing in line a long time for the buffet. So we each just wrote like three sentences about each of our friends, how we met them, why we love them and, you know, something special about them. And then it's, you know, I mean, one of the groomsmen, he was like tearing up and I'm like, that's it. That's the magic, right? Like you know, cause guys especially are so bad about just saying, you know, you know, like love. we love them. Yeah. Yes. Right. And it's like, yes, you were so special to us. Like you, you know, we chose you and we want to honor you and we want everyone to know why we honor you too. Because half of, you know, these are a bunch of people that truly don't know each other. So that was special. Um, we also love music. So we did for our, um, seating chart, we put everybody in obviously groups of tables, you'll recognize when you put your tables together, you're like, Oh, my friends from PT school. And you know, my girlfriend's from Chicago, and you'll start to like think of them as little teams. Um, We gave everybody a band that was significant to the types of music we listened to with those people. So like, you know, my girls from college were the chicks because like we screamed goodbye Earl, and then like, I can't even remember. My family was the Beatles because that's what we grew up listening to. Luke's family was ABBA because they love Mama Mia and that's like what they clean to in the kitchen, right? So I think even having everybody show up to the table and seeing like this is the ABBA table and they're like, oh yeah, like remember. They also when, felt honored, right? right? Yeah. It's like she remembered or they remembered like something special about our relationship and it almost just makes you feel seen. It's a small moment, but I think. You know, one of our major intentions was honoring, we want to honor our people and make them, you know, feel loved just as much as as it's our story. We're very gracious for all these people that have brought this together for us. So, you know, what are little ways that we can, I mean, you want to make sure everybody has a good time. There's more ways of doing that than providing alcohol. It's Little things like, you know, oh, the ABBA table, right? Like, I think um, those were some of our our successes there for sure. That is so beautiful.
1: I think... The, there's a common theme that i'm kind of picking up in all of this and and it's like you can you can just convey information right like you can just have a sign with no table art four. no cute name table, <laughs> four, table four uh this drink has this 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 and it or you know and even with your invite you're invited to like you mm-hmm. can convey information yes but like that's the bottom floor like I love this theme that you're running with, with like all of these elements tell a story from the initial invite to the, uh, the, the save the date to the invite to the signage, you know, at the drink line to the signage on the table to any other things, but they're not just there. They're, they're filled with intention and they're filled with purpose and they're filled with heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I just love that. Like, you know, even, I'm also a wedding photographer. I don't know if, if I said that right off the yeah. top. Th- that's how Ashley and I know each other. And, you know, a lot of times it just feels like people just do what's always been done. And that's kind of yeah. like the theme of the wedding industry is like what's trending now. When yeah. like your story, you know, you as the listener, like you and your person have a story that is unique to you, how you met, how you've continued your love story, you know, the highs and the lows and all of that. All of that stuff can take an not only inform, but shape how you communicate things throughout your day. And I feel like I'm having this, you know, Ashley, you know, you said you were like, oh, I'm getting emotional, but like, it's kind of, I just, I think I'm one of those people that overlooked it. Like, wow, there's so much power here and heart that you can infuse into your day you're ju- we're just missing the opportunity like most people are missing yeah. the opportunity to do it in these ways and I think this is so beneficial for our listeners to hear and to realize like, oh, here's another area that we might have looked over instead yeah. of just like ooh, I'm gonna show out and impress with my eight piece you know invite it's yeah. like hey, you can still you can still like infuse heart into your day like instead well, right. of like the showing out type thing
0: if you're gonna yeah. buy those things already or invest in those things invest in an eight piece stationery like, don't stop there. And if you're already going to get table numbers because almost everybody does, right? You get yeah. a table number. Why not go further and make it an intentional table number? Like, and it doesn't need to be a number. you know we like, had a yeah.
1: we had a bride once who, um well, this was actually a wedding we attended. Um, but th- she um she had books that were like her centerpieces, but they were books that she chose to that represented the types like the people that were going to be sitting at those tables. So like the adventure was like the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and like all this kind of stuff versus like the romantics with, you know, the romantic novels and all this kind of things. And so, you know, which again, that's paper, like that's, it's a different kind of thing, but like, again, intention as opposed to just like, all right, we got the table numbers, you know, like check. Yeah. Really seizing the opportunity.
0: Definitely. Is there anything that people can like, because I'm just thinking of people, you know, dollar signs, right? The, their life is invested. Their life dollars are invested in this. Is there anything that you would say or that you see or that you experienced yourself?
2: Oh, my husband's calling. me.
0: <laughs> One of those moments everybody listens to the episode and looks at their phones. I know. <laughs> um, oh, crap. Oh, is there anything that they can not get that you feel is not – Nes- like slurging. a necessary piece. yeah. Hmm. Or I feel like maybe it's just if you're just getting something to just get something.
2: I feel like, you know, RSVP return cards, a lot of that we can move online, oh, yeah. right? Like I always say we can do it and it's super fun. It is. And it's, it's so a romantic paper element, but you know, it's another stamp. It's another envelope. It's another piece of paper. Um, do you yeah, happen really to oh. know
1: what the return rate is on those? Oh I mean, I know, like, do you hear your brides complaining, like, oh, no one's sending their RSVPs back, like, their paper thing? Well, it
0: sucks because I spent the money on them. Like, even when I they al- provide
1: the envelope and the stamp.
2: Right. Correct. Like, it's it's sitting right there and it's ready to go. Um, I, I to every single bride, recommend only ordering these days, like, 30. And I say, you know, usually parents are not making them, but they really want to see them because it's what the, that generation generally is used to and knows. Um, but I, I say, you know, there's no need to invest in 350. So we order about 20 to 30 of those generally for, for my, my people is kind of where we're at. It's like, let's send them to the people who care. The grandparents, save, yeah, you the, know, grandparents. The,
1: fam- the, the best friends of mom and dad who, you know, are the same age as yes. them who would appreciate yes. that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Any, anybody that makes a lot of sense. formal um but if not do we need it probably not I think um the online is is really nice just to organize yourself and Um, It also helps, this is uh, my um, best friend's mom and I, we always talk strategies on how to keep people from bringing more people because we both had huge weddings and it was a capacity concern. And so um, I've seen with the cards, people write in, you know, high school boyfriends and whatever, but sometimes online, it's nice that you can literally only RSVP for certain names as opposed to this kind of free for all notion, you know, like, um, we strategize all the time, but sometimes we'll put like lines, like, you know, only three people like love you, but it's three people, you know, fire hazard. This is what we're working with. But, um, the online, it helps, it helps with that.
0: What online service do you recommend in terms of RSVPs and like where do your couples have the most success? Cause I know some are better than others, you know, in terms of capability.
2: Yeah, I actually didn't use either of them for myself. So I actually I actually don't know. But um for myself, I because I actually built my own website. I I did it all through Google Forms and then that way I had a spreadsheet. But um, someone's probably better at answering that question than me because I love the Google forms answer though. Cause that's free. <laughs> yeah.
1: And there's a lot yeah. of people that know how to do that, you know?
2: Right. Yeah. Right. And we were able to link it on our website that way. And then I got an email every time, which was nice, but it just organized it for you in a spreadsheet. And then, and then you're able to ask fun questions too. Like, you know, what which, which song gets you on the dance floor and are you gluten-free And okay. whatever, you know, like, um, yeah, you can, you can have fun with that too. I love that. I love that. So
0: let me think, is that, do, I don't know if I have any other questions. I am looking over all the questions and I feel like we covered all of them. Chris.
1: Yeah. The only thing that I have is like, what are, when it comes to stationary and it comes to these, you know, design elements and things like that signage, all the things that we've talked about, maybe what are some of the, the things that not mistakes are just, we'll call them maybe mishaps that people, you know, they just make because they don't know they're, they're not informed. Like what would your three big tips be for mm-hmm. anyone who's considering, you know, printing anything? Um, all of that stuff. Uh,
2: big one is like with postage, um, there's a a disconnect with what you see on Instagram and what's able to be mailed on Instagram. You'll see three wax seals, a knotted velvet ribbon, you know, a paper clip. And you know, it's like thick and it's like, how is that actually getting mailed? And the truth is, is it's probably not. Um, My clients and I will always talk when we're ready to mail, like, okay, some of these things are beautiful some of these things might only be able to be photographed in your day of details, lay down and hand delivered. And because the truth is, is these things are going in high pressure sorting machines. Um, and so things like paper clips, wax seals, et cetera, they really can't be mailed. Um, and then, and then what happens as well, a lot of I see this mistake a lot is, is sticking a forever stamp on there and hoping for the best. Um, Please never do that. Please always take whether, you know, thank you cards. If it's a single piece of paper and envelope, you're good to go. But anything that has any sort of unevening element that if you were going to put it through like a seriously thin sorter and it was going to get caught up, I'm telling you, they have so many pieces of paper. These are hardworking people. It's It's going to just go like it might not even make its way back to you and how frustrating because you will, you would never know, like you're truly sending these things out into the abyss and there's no, there's no tracking on it. Right. You're never going to know if it was delivered. Um, so just be super aware that, um, a conversation with a nice front desk person at the post office is probably your best bet to just ensure the success of these things actually reaching the hands of who they're supposed to, um, so those unevening things, you can sometimes get away with what's called hand canceling. Um, you know when you put a stamp on an envelope and then those squiggle lines go through it. Those squiggle lines are what's being stamped onto it when it goes through the sorter. Um, but they can the do squiggle what's
0: lines called, like on the postage when I on receive the post- it and I see yes. the
2: pretty little. Okay, gotcha. it's canceling. It, it's canceling your stamp. So it's saying like you know, take your money essentially. Do to do, do, and then t- you this know, this has scan- been used. This has been used, we're scanning this address and it's on its way, right? It's a transaction. Um, That transaction can also be hand canceled, which just means that somebody by hand at the post office is gonna sit there and actually stamp your stamp with, it's like a circle in Texas at least. um, And it's gonna essentially take the transaction of your stamp and then they're gonna hand sort it as opposed to put it through the machine. Obviously, as you can imagine, That's a much more expensive stamp than a forever stamp. Um, But sometimes that's worth it to you. If there are special people that you know are going to really appreciate your wax seal and your velvet ribbon, um, maybe invest in in those 15 or so, um, hand cancel them, make sure they're stamped correctly, um, and send them on their way. The only other thing to be curious about, even if something isn't uneven is weight, just because a lot of time with those eight-piece yeah. sets, we break two ounces, a forever stamp is not going to get you there. And that's so sad. Um, so just be aware that, you know, every single time take it in, have a conversation, get it weighed, get it sized. Um, I'm aware of all of these things. So I'm always going to say, Hey, you're probably going to break two ounces, you know, Go check, but even if you're not working with somebody who would know, um, just always have that conversation because it's it's so sad when you know what a nightmare, right? Like,
1: yeah, uh, and this is something that I bet you most brides don't even think about. They don't no, even have, that much and anymore.
2: it's not yeah right no. because you
1: know a lot of people you know when we have to mail something now, I, I can't even think of the last time. I think I sold something and uh, I was shipping it to someone and it was only old people in the post office with their, yeah. with their letters that they were mailing. I and know. then if someone else, so they just don't know these things. And I feel like this would be heartbreaking to spend heartbreaking. X amount of dollars on one of these sets that goes out and it doesn't even get there. So that is amazing advice. So good.
0: I love it before we let you go, is there anything, I want to talk about your wedding for two seconds, but is there anything with your wedding that stands out as something that you want to pass on to other brides, like something you experienced, something you mm. learned,
2: your best wedding day advice? This has nothing to do with stationery, but I just recommend making space for yourself, whether it's that week Or even that two weeks if you're able. Like, I think that there's so many last minute things like your seating chart, and you got to get your cater, your final numbers. And I just recommend as much as possible, like doing early what you can, and then just kind of stepping back that week and, you know, spending time with your fiance and journaling and. Elevating your feet to drain the blood and getting a facial and, you know, lighten some incense and just breathing and doing some things that you love and, you know, spending a lot of that time with your fiance and your family. It's your last moments as, um, you know, not you're always a member of your family, but, you know, soaking in that those last normalcy moments when before you're, you know, belong to somebody else. Um, I didn't before do enough. Before all the change of,
1: happens, yeah.
2: Right, I didn't do enough of that. I, I, I had had like five dress alteration appointments that week and I was, you know, crafting and doing all this stuff. And I, I, you know, I definitely felt like I showed up a little frazzled. So I think as much, you know, time as you can carve out is just so beneficial to be at peace. I love that.
1: That's good. That's I a absolutely. good peaceful way to wrap up this episode
2: no namaste kidding. do you Didn't know it... i teach yoga too maybe that's why i'm such a poet i think that that could definitely be the um
1: 100 yeah that, that yeah. makes so much sense
2: kate does all the things yeah i know i have like seven jobs
0: it's bad oh yeah. i feel you i feel you girlfriend <laughs> well is there anything that we missed regarding you know, paper all the things I feel
2: like we had such a good chat. I don't think so. Um,
1: I love it. I love it. Well, if anyone, if anyone does have any questions for you can, is hitting you up on Instagram. Is that a good way for them to reach out? If they're interested in hiring you, you know, what's the best way for them to go about that?
2: You know, I would say I chat on Instagram, but I often miss those requests. So projects are always best kicked off. And I think most vendors would say this through the website, because then that gets you into the email, right? You want to get into the email zone, because that's where things get serious, as opposed to like, Instagram (laughs) is chatty, right? We're just like, love it. But, um, you know, Instagram is a good place. But I'm sorry if I missed you in my requests. And then um, you know, projects I, I kick off on my website. There's a form for every little thing. And, and that way I can have an idea of how, um, you know, if we have time and what that might price at and things like that. Love awesome, that.
1: Awesome. We'll Love link that. we'll link your website in our show notes. We'll also link your Instagram there. So listeners, if you want to uh, reach out to Kate, potentially hire her. Do you do you service other areas even where you're at if you're in Dallas? Like yeah, are you, you able to work with people? Like how does oh, that yeah.
2: work? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's all virtual. So, um, yeah, it's all virtual. So I have brides everywhere for sure. I love that. that Well,
1: Kate's
0: website is ox dash ink.com. Correct. Mm -hmm. And you can find her on Instagram at ox dot Right.
2: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Perfect.
1: (laughs) Well, Kate, thanks so much for coming on and just sharing not just knowledge but literally beautiful poetic like heartfelt Tear- words yeah. to to all give us i think a deeper appreciation for stationery and signage and just you know paper and what it can do and how it can tell a story and so this falls so far in line or falls really in line with our mission as a podcast and so thank you so much for joining us Ashley do you have anything else you want to add?
0: I don't. I just feel really good. And now I want to get married again because I'm like, I missed the mark on my freaking invitations.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I won't even get into our invita- invitation train wreck. But oh. with that, guys, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for all of the links. Uh, we have Patreon links there for, so that you can support the show. You can get your bonus episodes. You can come hang out with some Marco Polo. All of the things you can find in the show notes. We'll talk to you guys real soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.